This is the Business of Apps podcast, bringing you actionable insights from the leaders of the global app industry and the world's fastest growing apps. You can find more app news, data and analysis over at businessofapps.com. Welcome to the Business of Apps podcast. On this show, we invite app industry professionals to cover various topics. We promise to do our best to keep it both insightful but brief. On this episode, we have Bin Den, Senior Organic App Growth Manager at Ideala. Bin, welcome to the Business of Us podcast. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Terrific. Thank you for coming. So if you think about it, people discover new apps either via search on an app store or via all kinds of ads. There's one famous data point that has been shared all over the place. 65% of app downloads are powered by search. So how do we take advantage of that marketing channel? We do app store optimization for an app. Okay, let's assume you've done ASO for your app and you may wonder, okay, what's next? Have I covered all bases when it comes to app store optimization? Well, today, Bean will share with us his abstract optimization custom campaigns concept, explaining what you may be missing about abstract optimization. But let's begin with talking about you, Bean. Please tell us about yourself. How did you get into app growth marketing? I would actually start with the two things I like most in my life. I love games and I love marketing. Great. It's a bit weird, but basically I've been studying marketing my whole life. I got a bachelor's degree in marketing in Vietnam, my home country. And then after graduating from that program, I moved to Germany to further to study the subject further in a master's degree program. And then after graduation, then I uh, got a job in the games industry, actually. So as a gamer, this sounds like a, a dream job. So I took it straight away. I went all the way to uh, Cyprus for it and worked at a mobile games studio. But then, you know, it's got nothing to do with marketing, so it didn't work out. What did work out for me, though, is that I realized that I'm also into the mobile industry as well. So then and there, I decided to pursue a career in mobile marketing. That's, that's, that's where the overlap happened. Uh, and, you know, mobile marketing, as far as it goes, is growth. So I moved to Berlin. I got myself introduced to um, ASO and many other app growth areas at different agencies, uh, for example, Feature and Cosmetics. Uh, they're both pretty pretty well known here in Berlin. Then, yeah, the more I learned uh, about the, the subject, the more I grew to love it. And here I am growing our app at EDLO, predominantly organically. Great. Great. Let's uh, transit to talking about your company, EDLO. I gather it's extremely popular in Germany. I'm sure it would have to explain the, the concept of uh, what company does for any German folk, but from people who are living outside the Germany, what the company does. Yeah, so in one sentence, I would say Yellow is currently officially the fourth largest price comparison online shopping platform in Germany. But mm-hmm. when you, you know, think of brands made in Germany alone, we are actually the leading one out there. As a company, we've got 21 years of experience in the field. And for the app alone, we've got about 10 years and we're still growing it. 
And every month, I would say we help millions of users, mainly inside of Europe, uh, make smarter shopping decisions. And we will continue to reach out to more to advocate a more affordable and also sustainable lifestyle. You know, we help them save a lot of money, buy a lot of stuff while avoiding causing damage to the environment. Because as a company, company, we are also climate neutral. And from my side, what I can do to contribute is to perform ASO activities. That's ter- terrific. I, I should really should hate shake your hand because of the uh, mission of your company to, you know, being both profitable, but uh, being sustainable in terms of environment and not just be being just profit driven like many other companies are. Okay. Now, I think to demonstrate people how custom abstract optimization campaigns, the concept we're going to be covering working, it would be a good idea to start with a conventional abstract optimization and then contrast with your concept. So briefly, what are the standard conventional abstract optimization steps are out there? Actually, in the past few years, I've seen two sort of universal uh, major processes. Uh, the first one is the traditional one-way road. You do it and then you forget about it. It goes like this, uh, roughly. So you do research and then based on the research insights, you draw some ideas, you develop mm-hmm. some concepts, and then you translate them into the apps or assets of page on page, uh, um, visual, uh, metadata or textual, and then you release. And then that's the end of the line. Uh, The problem with this is it lacks the space for improvements. So what became prominent more recently is the second kind of process that was designed to address and overcome this kind of issue. So it's a more kind of cycle-based or loop-like processes, self-repeating processes. So then again, you do research, you generate ideas, you produce the assets, and then you release it. And then afterwards, you measure the impact. Right. You look at the uh, results and then you draw insights again and then you come up with new ideas, create new assets, release again and so on and so forth. So it's like that's that's why I said it's self-repeating cycle based kind of loops method. This is great for two main reasons uh, as far as I'm concerned. And that's why we are also using it uh, at EDLO as well. Number one is it's sufficient because, you know, if you follow a closed loop kind of structure, you march towards the 100% fully optimized goal. That's it. So you go step by step forward. And because you have a structure in there already, it's, I mean, it's a system. So it's more um, efficient. Then the second reason why it's great is because it's scientific. So the reason why the whole system works so well is because uh, you follow a more iterative testing method where you drive incremental improvements over time. And as you go, you get a little bit closer to, again, the 100% fully optimized kind of state. But the problem with these is that when you get, for example, you get to that point, There's no plan. If you follow this process, there's no plan beyond that point. What are you going to do if you reach that point, 100% optimized? What then? The second problem I have with this is if you you try to drive iterative improvements over time, then at some point in time in the future, you're going to face the law of diminishing returns. Basically, you're going to face something like investing 99% of your efforts to try to drive 1% of the impact. That's not what I want. I want to invest only 1% of my um, efforts and drive 99% of the impact. 
So then that's like a closed loop. That's great. But that's basically set me up to run against the wall in the long run. So I need to break the chains and try to reinvent the wheels. That's where the custom ASO campaigning method comes in to break free from that. Mm-hmm. So you're, through your own experience, you, you gradually came to this conclusion. You got a new, you have to change the, there's got to be a story beyond what people are doing on a regular mm-hmm. basis. You have to mm-hmm. build a strategy forward to keep efficiency of your app optimization efforts high and not just being you know, satisfied with a regular incremental low percentage of increase. Mm-hmm. And let's give the definition. How do you define for yourself what is customized app optimization campaign? I mean, for a start, I would come for, I would go for a working definition uh, mm-hmm. like this. It's a, a, a customized ASO campaign can be seen as a short-term story-driven sprint of ASO activities that serves a very specific purpose. And by specific purpose, I mean, it's got to be beyond the general uh, generic goals of, you know, improving visibility inside of the App Store, predominantly via uh, App Store search, improving Mm -hmm. conversion rate from traffic to installs and increasing the number of organic installs. Uh, It's got to be more kind of refined than that. For example, think brand awareness, right? You want to run a campaign, like an ad campaign, but organically to improve your company's brand awareness or change your brand identity. Now you want to tell a different story. Now you want your users to think of your company or your app as a different kind of identity, right? Uh, You want them to perceive you differently. Then you need to run a dedicated campaign, all things sales promotion, crisis management, because via, for example, the App Store and Play Store uh, reviews, people can complain about the the app. What are you going to do then, right? You can't really just spend like five minutes a day to reply to uh, user reviews. You need something a little bit more than that. Uh, Also think competitive advantages. For example, you see a new trend coming Mm -hmm. up in the market then you want to capture a sort of first mover's advantage. What are you going to do, right? You can't just keep doing um, the same old things. So that's that's what I mean by uh, specific. And basically, the key lies in the sense of diversity and flexibility. Basically, what I need to keep in mind is I have to be flexible enough with my ASO activities to serve uh, multiple different purposes. So when a new opportunity arises, I can capture it. It's part of my um, plan. So I don't have to freak out and then start doing research from scratch all over again. So then again, it's like an advertising campaign. Mm-hmm. It's less repeat, repetitive, but it's organic. So what I'm getting from what you're saying is that abstract optimization, many people may, may perceive like a you know, kind of a one-off technique that is a kind of a outside of regular marketing uh, frame, which is actually a mistake. Uh, you have to factor in abstract optimization as a technique to solve many problems that you you will be solving doing uh, digital marketing um, strategy brainstorming. You have to keep in um, keep your tabs on what's going on on the market. What is a new opportunity you can take advantage of and apply abstract optimization to take advantage of this new theme. If I could give you an example, for example, think of keyword optimization, right? So Mm -hmm. if you follow the conventional kind of loop-based process, it goes something like this. You do keyword research, 
you organize them based on relevant data like keyword volume, keyword relevance, and so on and so forth. Then you select a shortlist candidates, and then you yep. craft the metadata, like basically the text, the copy uh, assets with them, and then you test, and then you evaluate the results, and then you basically do the next round of keyword research, and so on and so forth. So it's going to repeat. But the problem I have with this is how do you account for seasonality, right? Or for example, how do you account for opportunities from competitors who just fall behind and basically you can just target their own brand names and you rank at position number one, which is basically what I see all the time, right? So if you don't account for that, you don't dedicate like a campaign for that, then you're going to miss the opportunity. <laughs> All right. So actually, I was just going to ask you, do you have any kinds of types of SEO campaigns you've specified for yourself kind of strategically? Yes. Actually, are you asking about the different types of... Uh, yeah, different types of SEO campaigns. Like if you can think of like, you, we're just giving people uh, a, a few different situations on the market when abstract optimization and the customized campaign is relevant and strategically if you can take kind of a you know holistic approach just step mm -hmm. back and tell people uh, what kind of custom SEO campaigns they should think of uh, and add to their app marketing strategy mm, that's a great question basically i have four at least four major types of uh, campaigns. They basically serve four different purposes and mm -hmm. uh, they answer four different types of um, strategic questions that users may ask. So the first one is a uh, product marketing campaign. This is the most basic one. Basically, uh, this is what we do on a standard basis for in ASO. You know, you select the best features of the app, you showcase them uh, inside of the app store uh, or you select the best kind of uh, benefits that the app promises to the users and so right. on and so forth. So basically what it does is it answers why should users download and use the app? What does it have to do with them? How can it attribute values to their life, their work, their relationship, and so on and so forth? So that's the basic. The second kind of uh, campaign is the seasonal promotion campaign where instead of answering what does it have to do with the users we answer what does it have to do with the occasion for example valentine's day right uh, as a shopping app we are more relevant as a tool to help users look for and buy um, gifts or presents to give their loved ones for example right and there's a kind of trick here is that instead of uh, making aso changes instead of making changes in terms of the themes uh, we basically embrace the occasions we highlight on the occasions right so the difference between a usual um, seasonal aso update and this kind of uh, campaigning method is if you just do a usual aso seasonal update you just change um, whatever you can change inside of the app store and the play store but your focus remains on the app you still promote the app whereas a campaign would promote the occasion right and for a shopping app like us, the, the absolute kind of sacred occasion would be Black Friday. So instead of over, over the past few years or so, instead of promoting the app, say, hey, we are a great app for Black Friday, we revert it. We promote Black Friday as a occasion. We uh, put the app in the background uh, and then by highlighting on um, the occasion and using the app, putting the app in the background, we honor Basically, we honor the event. And then when people think of, okay, of 
the Black Friday occasion as a uh, ritual, basically a best time right. of the year to go shopping. Then they see the app that they consider, okay, uh, this could be a nice tool for me to, you know, do shopping and so on and so forth, right? Uh, but then sometimes it's not so relevant to highlight on the app as a product or uh, the occasion as a nice time to um, honor something. Uh, sometimes people would care more about the company and we got that a lot. Uh, for example, as I said earlier, we at a com- as a company is climate neutral, right? So we know a lot of shoppers or a lot of users in general, they may support the app by supporting um, the cause that our company supports. Right. So, for example, sustainable shoppers, the moment they realize that EDLO as a company is environmentally sustainable, they would seriously consider switching from whatever other platforms they're using to EDLO mm-hmm. because we're just more sustainable, for example. Then uh, in cases like this, the kind of the third kind of campaign to make use of would be a brand communications campaign. Basically, we move away from the app as a product and the occasions, and we focus on the company, the brand story. What's so great about a company behind the app, right? right? And if they support the company, they might as well support the app. So that's uh, the third kind of campaign. And finally, the fourth, uh, uh, the last but not least kind of campaign would be the extracurricular activities. Basically, it's a mix of what else you can do. For example, uh, outside of the App Store, you may consider um, organic social media, mm-hmm. organic link building, uh, content marketing to convert users, you know, basically make use of web to app conversion and so on and so forth. Inside of the App Store, you can run uh, some sort of a ratings campaign by collaborating with the CRM uh, team and, you know, uh, develop and design an in-app rating prompt and run a campaign for that to get more positive ratings. Or you can make use of the user reviews as a communication channel and talk to them and bring them back without incentivizing them, right? Basically just asking for a second chance and asking them to be a little bit more patient, come back into the app, use it again, because right now we have more sales, more discounts going on Mm -hmm. to offer and so on and so forth. So that's uh, the fourth kind of... uh, campaign. That's also the four major types of campaign that are currently running at EDLO. All right, great. Having an experience of running these campaigns, I'm sure you can uh, share with uh, what kind of mistakes people can make. What may go wrong when you're running these campaigns? So in the past few months, ever since I started testing out with this new method, I've seen, I've made myself a few mistakes. Uh, Number one would be the timing mistake. So because we want to focus on fast sprint, right? Uh, short-term story-driven sprints to uh, quickly push. Basically, it's, it's, it's a push in ASO activities. Mm-hmm. The windows of opportunity tend to be very limited, very short. We need to capture the opportunity. Otherwise, it's going to be, uh, we're going to miss it. For example, if you want to capture the opportunity to push out a summer sales campaign, and then you wait until October for it, it doesn't make any sense. So that would be the timing mistake. Uh, the second kind of mistake would be communication. So you know all traffic eventually leads into the App Store and Play Store um, listings, right? So if you misalign 
your campaign with, say, Instagram or Google ads or Facebook campaigns, you basically tell users uh, totally different messages, stories, sometimes even contradicting, and it's going to be confusing, then I doubt you're going to be able to convert uh, the traffic into quality users. And finally, I would say the most dangerous kind of mistake that even I myself tend to make is a radical application of the new method. So when you think of customization, sometimes it's going to be tempting to think of it as, you know, to, to, to customize it for the sake of customizing things. And it's not good because you need to use it on top of um, the, the other conventional me uh, methods or processes that I just named earlier. So this is not meant to replace. This is meant to help you um, have an extra tool under your belt to capture new opportunities, right? So that's right. something you need to keep in mind. Remember the core message, don't customize too much and timing is essential. Yes. Okay. Uh, I hope that people who are listening to this podcast will be applying custom optimization campaigns to their app marketing efforts. And so what kind of takeaways for our listeners uh, you would like to give? Uh, what they should keep in mind while applying your method to their app marketing strategy? Uh, I would say, number one, talk to your peers across different channels and departments because, again, all traffic goes into the App Store listing. So before you run, before you even develop the concept for a campaign, talk to them and make sure you're not telling a totally different message or story from what they are telling. And number two would be use, again, different processes in different contexts. So again, this is not the new method. It's not meant to replace anything. It's just an extra tool. So don't ignore the others. They are still established and tried and true. So make use of all of them wherever it makes sense. And last but not least, make a campaign timeline. Plan in advance. I would say for a whole year in advance, at least, uh, not just for seasonal calendars, but also have a calendar of opportunities as well. So then again, opportunities to promote the, the app as a product for you know product marketing campaigns, uh, seasonal events, occasions where you can promote the company, the brand, and so on and so forth, and maybe extra activities as well. Got it. That's a great set of takeaways. And now we're in this part of the show where I'm asking questions not related to the topic, but just to paint a better picture of who you are being as a person. So let me start with the first question, which is, are you iOS or Android person? On which side of the fence you are? I'm personally an iOS user, but I would prefer to be an Android user because it's so much easier to optimize from an ASO point of view. <laughs> Got it. Uh, do you remember your first mobile phone? It's got to be a Nokia something. I can't remember the exact model. <laughs> right. Uh, what, what, what about favorite app now? What, what is your favorite app? Idealo. Saves a lot of money. <laughs> sure, sure. A apart from Idealo, do you have any? Google Calendar saves me uh -huh. a lot of time. So together <laughs> they save me time and money. <laughs> got it. Okay, so uh, when you look at your smartphone, um, can you think of any hardware software you would like you know, to get on your device to make it more useful for you? 
something that will you know make sense on a daily basis, not something that people are kind of a fan of, uh, you know, for the sake of a kind of a gimmicks thing, but something tangible that, well, I don't know, better life or something. I would say more wearable devices. So I have poor eyesight and I have to wear my annoying pair of glasses all the time. So I wish there could be uh, something like an app store where I can download software to optimize my eyeglasses. Right. So, yeah. So I would say more wearable devices. Gotcha. Wearables. Okay. Now, before I let you go, there's just one more question. How can people get in touch with you and know more information about what you do? Uh, I'm on LinkedIn. You can search for me, uh, Bindang at Idiello. Also, if you uh, would prefer to contact me directly, uh, my email is bin.dang at idiello.de. Uh, All right. Great. Thank you for coming on our podcast. Thanks. You. Thank you Thanks. for having me. That was fun. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. And that was Bindang, Senior Organic App Growth Manager at Idiello. To listen to more episodes, subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Just search your business of apps and you will find us easily. We release episodes uh, on Mondays, so subscribe and you'll be able to hear new episodes on your smartphone, tablet or computer as soon as we release them. And please don't forget to leave us a review and comment on iTunes. It is highly appreciated. And all episodes will also be available on businessofapps.com. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Business of Apps podcast. For more, head on over to businessofapps.com.